Well, friends, we finished up with Aladdin. I was very sad to see Princess Jasmine go. Very sad. I almost brought her crown with me this morning. But instead, I brought some things so that we could go on a safari today, Pastor Walter, because we are transitioning to the gospel according to the Lion King this morning. And if we are going to talk about the Lion King, then we need some supplies. Because on the African plain, on a safari, it's hot. Not Atlanta hot. Let me tell you, I've been on the African plain. <laughs> and it's not Atlanta hot. If you walk outside today and you think that it's hot in Atlanta, it's cool compared to the safari in Africa. So the first thing you need is a hat. Anybody bring a hat today? I did, because we're going to need one. And if we're also going to stay cool, we need some water, and we're eco-friendly, so we're not bringing plastic bottles because we don't want the animals to get a hold of them. So we're bringing water bottles, and this is the kind of water bottle that stays cool. It will keep your water cool for 24 hours, which is very important in the sun, okay? Oh, I forgot my sunscreen. Somebody remind me to pack that for next week, okay? And we need a camera. Les has me covered. Les, Les brought a good camera for us today. Les brought a good, I, I just brought my rinky-dink cell phone. Yeah, people think it has a good camera, but they haven't seen what that can do. Yeah. Oh, and, and we need a guidebook. And, and Pastor Walter, this guidebook has, you know, where we left off last week with the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5. This guidebook has the fruit of the Spirit on the front. It says love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I think this will be a good guidebook. So let's open it. To Galatians chapter 6, and we'll start with the fourth verse. Now, Galatians is near the back of the guidebook, or you can open your cell phone or iPad or whatever you need to get there. I'm reading from the New Living Translation, Galatians chapter 4, begin, Galatians chapter 6, beginning in the fourth verse. Pay careful attention to your own work. For then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. And you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. For we are each responsible for our own conduct. Those who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers, sharing all good things with them. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God, for you will always harvest 
what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. Notice what large letters I use as I write these closing words in my handwriting. Those who are trying to force you to be circumcised want to look good to others. They don't want to be persecuted for teaching that the cross of Christ alone can save. And even those who advocate circumcision don't keep the whole law themselves. They only want you to be circumcised so they can boast about it and claim you as their disciples. As for me, may I never boast about anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of that cross, my interest in this world has been crucified, and the world's interest in me has also died. It doesn't matter whether we have been circumcised or not. What counts is whether we have been transformed into a new creation. May God's peace and mercy be upon all who live by this principle. They are the new people of God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, here we are to worship. Here we are to bow down. Here we are to say that you are indeed our worthy and our holy God. We have come this morning expecting a word from you. So Holy Spirit, blow a fresh wind and a fresh fire through this place. Holy Spirit, pour down on us. Holy Spirit, ignite a holy irritation in us until we can be just like you. Now, word of God, speak. Pour down like rain, open our eyes to see your majesty, to be still and know that you are in this place. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. This is your servant's prayer in the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen. So today we start out on a journey on the African plain and we start and we learn about the circle of life and we learn that we need each other. 
We learn in the Lion King that every little thing, even the spiders, even the snakes, extra, even the creepy crawlies and the lions and tigers and bears, oh my, and even the hyenas. Everything has a purpose. Everyone has a purpose. Everyone has a reason for being, and we're all interconnected. We're all put together with a reason and a purpose and a plan. And if one part of the circle of life falls apart, we all fall apart. If one person doesn't do their job, we all are messed up. If one person is missing, we are all missing something. Do you remember the iconic song, The Circle of Life? Do you remember? It's the circle, the circle of life. Have you listened to the words lately? From the day we arrive on the planet and blinking step into the sun, there's more to see than can ever be seen, more to do than can ever be done. There's far too much to take in here, more to find than can ever be found, but the sun rolling high through the sapphire sky keeps great and small on the endless round. It's the circle of life and it moves us all through despair and hope, through faith and love, till we find our place on the path unwinding in the circle, the circle of life. And then Paul, Paul tells the people in the church at Galatia, he says, don't worry so much about what other people are doing. Make sure you're doing your part. Don't worry if, 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 if Ruth is doing her part. You make sure, Jerry, that you're doing your part. Because if you do your part, then we're sure that your part is happening the way that it's supposed to be happening. And, and, and then if, 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 if Ruth sees Jerry doing Jerry's part with gusto and worrying about his part, then Ruth will want to do her part the same way that Jerry's doing his part and if we do it all together with the same gusto and the same strength and the same accountability and the same attentiveness 
without worrying. Are you following the rules? Are you doing it by the law? Then we get to Christ. And if we get to Christ, then we get to the Spirit. And what we've learned from Galatians is if we get to Spirit, then we get to freedom. And if we get to freedom, we get to where God wants us to be. And if we get to where God wants us to be, we get in the circle of life. And if we get in the circle of life, it moves us all. And if it moves us all, we move from despair to hope. And if we move from despair to hope, then we move through faith and love. And if we move through faith and love, then we find our place. And if we find our place, <laughs> you don't hear me this morning. Remember, Paul is trying to teach us that there are 600 laws that the people at the church at Galatia are trying to decide whether the new followers of Christ have to abide by in order to be right. And Paul is saying, don't worry about that. We're back here again because we still, we're still not getting it. We're, sti we're still missing it, Wayne. We, we're, we're, still, we're still talking, right? And, 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 and it's taking him six chapters in this letter. And, and, and when we start Colossians next week, we're going to see we're still hard-headed and we're not getting it quite yet, Pastor Walter. But what Paul is trying to teach us and what he's trying to teach the early church is if we will pay attention and Stay in our lane and not worry about what everybody else is doing and follow what God has called us to do. Then we'll follow the Holy Spirit. And when we get on board with the Holy Spirit, we can do anything but fail. Don't worry about whether they're circumcised. Don't worry about whether they're following law number 382. Don't worry about whether they're doing it your way. Don't worry about whether they're finding the bylaws that were written in 1831. Don't worry about it. Pay attention to your own work. For then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. And you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. For we are each responsible for our own conduct. Maybe it's been a while since you've seen The Lion King. You, you see what happens is there's a baby cub born. He's born to the king. King Mufasa, oh, he's my favorite. <laughs> Simba, Simba is the pride of a community called Pride Rock. 
And Simba is the pride of the community called Pride Rock because it means that the circle of life is going to continue. And when Simba is born, the whole community comes together to celebrate his birth, except for one. Except for the one that should have been excited, who should have been proud. Except for the one that everybody expected to show up, his uncle. (laughs) His uncle Scar. And while Simba became the symbol that life would continue, that the circle of life would continue, that faith and hope would continue, that despair would exit, that love would reign, scar. Well, he just couldn't wait to be king. But Scar wasn't born to be king. Scar was worrying about somebody else's work. Scar was worrying about somebody else's plan. Scar was worrying in somebody else's stuff. Scar couldn't stay in his own lane. And Scar made it his business to take over as king by devising several plans to kill. For the devil seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. Scar tried to kill Simba. And he was successful at killing Mufasa because he couldn't pay attention to his own work. He had to pay attention to somebody else's work. He had to want something that wasn't his. And in doing so, he destroyed Pride Rock and he destroyed the circle of life and he destroyed everything that was good in their world. That's what happens when we don't pay attention. That's what happens when we get out of our lane. That's what happens when we try to tell everybody else what to do and don't do what God has called us to do. That's what happens when we're not responsible for our own conduct. But we want to be responsible for everybody else's stuff. Paul goes on to remind the people at Galatian, he says, you will always reap what you sow. You will always harvest what you plant. You cannot mock God. But what you ought to be focused on is pleasing the Spirit so that you will harvest everlasting life. How do we do that? Do good to everyone. 
I know it's hard. You mean everyone? It, it says so right here in the guidebook. I underlined it, but I didn't come up with it on my own. Seems easy when it's in print, but it's hard when it's in practice. But friends, it's a basic tenet of our faith. Do good to everyone. Not just the people you like, not just the people in your Sunday school class, not just the people in your country, not just the people in your political party, not just the people in your sorority, not just the people in your fraternity, not just the people in your faith, not just the people in your denomination, not just the people in your city, not just the people that d d d agree with you, not just the people that come to the communion table with you. Do good to everyone. And don't get tired of it. Other translations say, do not grow weary in doing well. Simba, when he came back home after running away, He had an opportunity to practice an eye for an eye with his uncle Scar. He had an opportunity to kill his uncle Scar, to seek vengeance for his father. But in his heart, he heard his father say, Remember who you are, pay attention to your work. Do good to everyone. And, and it's funny to me, in, in the Bible, if you, if you have a study Bible, there may be even be a picture of Paul's writing in the original letter to the Galatians, where Paul writes in uppercase letters. Those of us who are technology people, if you write in all caps in an email or a text message, we take that as if you're yelling at us. <laughs> Did you know that? If you write in all caps in an email or text message, you're yelling at me. <laughs> well, Paul is yelling at the people in Galatians. <laughs> and he's saying, don't force your stuff. Don't force your way on God's people. What counts is transformation. From the day we arrive on the planet, 
and blinking, step into the sun. There's more to see than can ever be seen. More to do than can ever be done. There's far too much to take in here, more to find than can ever be found. But the sun rolling high through the sapphire sky keeps great and small on the endless round. It's the circle, the circle of life. So it's your choice. Pay attention to your work. Your work, which is doing good to all. Your work, which is joy, peace, patience, faithfulness, love, self-control, gentleness, kindness. Your work, which is staying in your lane and doing what God has called you to do. Your work, which is to please the Spirit. Your work, which is to share good things. Your work, which is to be responsible for your conduct. Your work, which is transformation into a new creature. Your work, which is to be a new people. For God. So that despair moves to hope and faith and love, so you can find your place on the path unwinding in the surf. The circle of life. Will you pay attention? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen.